Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining the second episode of the D-Guest Podcast. The song you heard before this intro is called The Sound of Rain by Zach, also known as Sephiros, who is going to be joining me today in today's podcast. Zach, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, yeah, thanks so, for having me. Yeah. I would like to start off uh, just by asking, you know, the simple question of what's your background, how'd you start getting into this, and um, how long have you been doing this for? Uh, so it was about, I think, 2013, my friend um, showed me Chill Step, which uh, I really enjoyed a lot. I wasn't really into music that much before that point, uh, but after I heard that, um, I just went and researched all the Chill Step artists out there and um, kind of just grew a passion for that. And then I think it was about a year, year or so later, um, in December of 2014, um, I had gotten FL Studio after doing some research on uh, how people like Blackmail made uh, their music. So yeah, that's pretty much how I got into it. Um, it was mainly because one day I just got bored of playing video games, so I'm like, ah, screw okay, it. yeah, yeah, go nice, work nice. on some music. <laughs> cool. Uh, so also, I'm curious then too. So 2013 is when you started listening, right? Yeah. Um, so. Did you make any music at the time in between then and when you got FL, or were you just listening a lot and then all of a sudden you thought, I, th I think I should jump in? Yeah, it was mostly just listening. Uh, I didn't really, uh, the idea never really crossed my mind to make music until around a year later. And how old were you when you started? So 2014 was like four years ago. How old were you then? Uh, I was 14. 14? Okay, that's yeah. crazy, dude. Um, because so you didn't like have music theory background, no performance. Did you play an instrument at all or? Um, I s kind of somewhat played piano. Uh, I took lessons on that. Um, I'm not sure what year that was. That was quite a while before I got into, uh, electronic music production though. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think I did that for about a year and then, um, way back before that I did guitar lessons for an even shorter time. Um, but yeah, that's all my music background, really. Did you enjoy any of it? Uh, at the time, no, I really didn't. <laughs> cool, because I, I, I hated piano lessons, so... <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I was just curious about that. So that's that's a cool that's a cool background, because normally, um, from listening to your stuff, I feel like you have a very solid grasp of, uh, you know, at least uh, sound fundamentals of uh, music theory. So that's why I'm a little bit surprised uh, that you didn't actually listen to a lot uh, until you started go I mean not listen a lot but you didn't you didn't write a lot or you didn't have much musical background until you started producing um, yeah, because it sounds yeah. like that <laughs> yeah no it's cool because a lot of people that I know have performance backgrounds uh like for example like Tracy he was playing uh, guitar for what 14 years before he started around last year so um that's cool though like so now that you're into producing and you've been doing it for like uh, 14, uh, not 14, four years, um, I guess, has that like ever made you want to get into learning an instrument at all? Cause I know it seems a little bit separated, but the two are in a way, like the more that you do it, I think there's more of a connection between performance and production. Uh, yeah, I've wanted to get into all kinds of instruments really. Um, I don't know if I have time for all of them. Uh, yeah, of at course. one point I wanted to get into, uh, drums and, uh, yeah, I wanted to learn piano more, so I actually took another piano lesson type thing uh, just the other year, uh, just for the school year, to see how that went. Um, 
didn't go great, but like, I don't know. Mm. It was, it was kind of nice, I guess. Um, so yeah. (laughs) Okay, cool. Uh, piano lessons. I mean, here's the thing, or, or at least, uh, the way that I see it. Um, it doesn't really matter about taking the lessons. It's always just practicing, right? So, like, yeah, um, for right? sure. And the more that you do, because you've been putting a lot of a lot of work out, um, which I think the first time I or the first song that I actually got familiar with um, in your body of work was when Memories came out. I think that's also kind of one of your most popular songs. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've heard uh, quite a bit of growth since then. Uh, but I've always felt that your drum samples and your drum work uh, was pretty solid. Um, and then, yeah, and then also the um, your your synth choices, though I think, um, has improved quite a bit. Um, what like what are your, uh, I guess, go to your go to um, musical instruments plugins? Uh, so nowadays for piano, which is what I usually start out with, um, I use a contact piano called the Gentleman. I like okay. that one a lot. Um, and as for leads and uh, some pads and whatnot, I'll use Nexus or uh, occasionally Massive. Usually I use that one for uh, bass and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's... Wait, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wait, is that all? Um, that's like the bulk of it, really. Sometimes I'll use other plugins uh, native to FL, like Harmless or Harmer yeah. or GMS. Uh, citrus but those really aren't as common yeah we'll use so those more sparingly so what you just listed there like those two or three um that's really i would say what maybe 70 80 percent of your instrument plugins uh excluding the drums huh yeah about that that's crazy now i, I was just thinking about how you can get away with really a couple of instrument plugins and everybody's trying to oversaturate everything with like 10 15 20 different uh, instances of some weird plugin that no one's ever heard of so um it's cool though that that's the sound that you're able to get out of that um and have you been that's been your rotation this whole time that you've been producing for the past four years um well i've definitely switched what type of plugins i've used over the years uh nexus has definitely stuck with me for sure um but i used to use addictive keys for piano and then I moved to using the Unicorda, which is another contact piano. Yeah. Um, then after that, the Gentleman. Um, so yeah, I've uh, switched piano plugins a lot, that's for sure. <laughs> How long have you been sticking with the Gentleman for? Um, that one's pretty new. That was, I think I bought that a few months ago, actually. Probably okay, like four could, months ago, yeah. I think. I haven't heard of that one. Um, I, I'm not actually really that well-versed in, uh, what's that, contact pianos, because the only one that I'm pretty familiar with is Alicia's Keys. But I, I do use Addictive Keys quite a bit. Um, were you on that one for a long time? Oh, yeah. I was on that one for uh, at least a year, I think. Okay. Uh, why the switch, or why do you switch uh, pianos quite a bit? I was just watching Killigrew's tutorial videos. Uh, I saw that he recommended the Gentleman Piano. Uh, he used addictive keys as well, um, mm-hmm. but I really liked the sound of the gentleman. Uh, so I went from that video and uh, went to their contact website and bought that. All right, cool. Have you tried? Um, have you tried Serum at all? Uh, yeah, I bought that one actually a while back actually, but uh, I haven't used it that much mainly because I'm not too sure on how it works as of right now. 
Right. But uh, yeah, still figuring that out for sure. <laughs> okay. No, I love Serum. Uh, I use it all the time. I, I just think that um, it's interesting. At least, you know, uh, Massive definitely has that. Um, it definitely has that signature sound that I hear uh, on Black Mill and even like Killigrew stuff uh, quite a bit. But I think Serum is just it. It sounds fresher to me. Uh, so I don't know. It's just like it's cool if um, if more people ended up learning because I've realized that this community more often than not uses Massive way more than I uh, expected. Um, I don't know how many other people I'm going to get on this podcast, but even Tracy's just using Massive a lot uh, just for his bass. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah so. I think it's it's definitely really popular for, for bass. Yeah. Uh, anything else or any other plugins that you've thought about using or that you have used that you're not uh, having in your rotation that much anymore? Oh, there's one that I forgot to mention um, called Edoral Orchestral. I think that's what it's called. Um that one's really nice for stringed instruments, um, so I'll use that from time to time. Okay, that sounds... Oh, no, I haven't heard of that one. It's really hard to get a good uh, orchestral string type of uh, uh, instrument library. Does that run on Contact also? Uh, no, that's its own standalone plugin, and I think it's free, actually, so that's a plus, but it's really mm -hmm. good, so... Yeah, I think a lot some of... Reverb yeah. and sounds pretty much real, like real strings, I guess. Yeah, I think a lot of people uh, underestimate the power of a free plugin too. Uh, we're all uh, like producers; all are trying to buy, 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 and uh, getting more stuff. But um, look for the <laughs> look for the free ones. There, there's some hidden gems around there. Yeah. Um, aside from instrument plugins, uh, how how deep is your knowledge in terms of uh, the mixing process? Um. Like, uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm not too yeah. good at mixing, honestly. Um, yeah. I kind of just play it by ear. I don't really have a lot of actual knowledge of how everything works, but uh, I just try to give most of my sounds a tight EQ with the EQ2 plugin. Mm -hmm. um, I don't really go too overboard on the reverb as much as I can help it. Of course. Uh, and it usually turns out okay in the end, so despite yeah. my lack of knowledge and uh properly mixing audio <laughs> how about a uh, compression at all um that i also really just play by ear um i'll try to compress things and uh sometimes it'll work sometimes it won't uh <laughs> so yeah yeah no that's cool i i think um because for me as far as m making music goes it's really the the number one thing that uh you got to focus on is the content which uh you have down uh you have a specific sound that uh I can recognize that it's you. Um, and then everything else, uh, you know, everything else comes afterwards. Um, but I think mixing too, it's just, uh, to me, it's, uh, to me, it's fun. I don't know if you heard my pod with, uh, with, uh, Tracy, uh, the other time where if you got as far as where we were talking about mixing. Yeah. Um, I heard that. Yeah. Uh, so I guess mixing really isn't a lot of fun for most, uh, for most producers. Uh, do you ever do anything with grouping, um, anything like on a, like a master or stereo mix bus, do you do any of that? Uh, I actually just learned how to, how to do that. So <laughs> that's um, cool. Dude. I probably should have learned that ages and ages ago, but what are you uh, now? You're 18. Yeah. Yeah. I just turned 18. Oh my God. See, recently. you're 18. You're, you're all right, dude. I probably figured out how to do this mix bus thing, uh, 
what when I was 21. So I mean, you're ahead. You're you're way ahead. So <laughs> I I'm, I'm I wouldn't be worried. Uh, you've been putting out a lot of good stuff, and that's minus uh, the mixing component. So once the mix comes in, like I, I think that's going to really start uh, setting you apart. Um, do you have any? I guess favorite as of now, your favorite basic mixing plugins that you've um, that you've used. Are you using all stock like FL Studio or um, anything that you've downloaded, purchased? Uh, yeah, I mostly use the stock plugins uh, like EQ2, Fruity Reverb, but I also have some third-party ones like uh, Valhalla Shimmer. That's a really uh-huh. good reverb plugin. Yeah, um, that one's awesome. You can pretty much turn any sound into a pad with that, so <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, and then I have a different one for reverb that I cannot remember the name of right now. Um, but yeah, I have uh, a few reverb plugins. No, you know, I really like the Valhalla stuff. If you can ever get your hands on the Vintage Verb too, that would be awesome. Uh, but Shimmer, it's I've tried using it, and for the style that I produce, and it's just it sounds it sounds weird because uh, you can go really extreme with it, uh, especially if you go one like the one hundred percent wet knob, and like everything starts to sound like it's just you know melting into each other. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but that's a that's a cool plugin. I think it, you've got it down. I didn't actually re- really hear um, instances of it in your music, but I probably got to listen for it a little bit uh, deeper. Um, no, uh, no compression plugins that you are that you're familiar with that you use. Uh, usually, I'll just compress with either a limiter or the fruity compressor or uh, the multiband compressor in FL. So. Okay, I, I'm afraid to touch the multi-band compressor, dude. <laughs> I, I don't mess with that, but you know that's just that, that's where it gets a little bit heady for me for mixing. Um, but anyway, so I think you're, I think um, uh, next time if we ever get to do another podcast together, I'd love to do it at a time where you have a little bit more under your belt uh, about mixing because your music already sounds good without um, a lot of the mixing elements. Once you get it there, then I think you can get it to sound a little bit. Uh, richer and more glued together because I think that's something I've noticed about um, some of your production is just it's just missing that little uh, glue but at the same time Mm -hmm. you know I'm just I'm so used to hearing like radio hits radio records um, you know like top 40 stuff so um, speaking of which uh, where do you want to go in terms of like because I you're it seems like you're sticking in the the chill genre uh, for now, chill step a lot of the time. Um, I noticed you had like this cool chill hop uh, track that went on with sorrow. Um, that was a little bit different uh, for me. But where do you plan to go? I guess in terms of just creating uh, more music. Um, so I want to get a better handle on how to play guitar and get into some post rock stuff, um, like indie rock stuff like that. Um, I don't really expect a lot of that to come out until pretty far in the future, but um, that's something that I've, for quite a while, I've wanted to uh, get into, so, yeah. Okay. Um, let's see, how, how about, um, I guess, in terms of chill step, how's, uh, how far, are you just going to keep uh, staying in that lane for a little bit for now? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think for the foreseeable future, I'll be um, still producing that, yeah. One other thing I wanted to ask too: um, Have you ever collaborated with a vocalist? Um, I have a couple of times, but both of them didn't respond to me with the vocals until like a year later. 
So wow, the tracks a year never later. Uploaded. Yeah, yeah. How'd you uh, get that a year later, man? They remembered. <laughs> yeah, I was a little bit surprised. I'd completely forgotten about it and scrapped the project. And yeah. uh, it actually wasn't too long ago. I got a message back from a vocalist and. He uh, apologized for his untimely response. Um, <laughs> and you understand. And he was like, if you want to finish this, let's do it. And I just couldn't because the um, instrumentals that I had made for it were just, I made them so long ago. It was, it sounded awful. Um, <laughs> despite their vocals yeah. actually being pretty good, but I yeah. just couldn't bring myself to upload that. Okay, that's fair. I mean, like every time that you move forward, like, uh, you you know what you're you have a certain quality that you want to release and so I understand that, but are you thinking about doing that anytime soon? Uh, definitely, yeah. Cool. I don't Let have any known. Uh, yeah. plans with specific vocalists at the moment, but uh, I hope to get to that pretty soon. All right. Well, we're letting it be known on the podcast that if you ever want to <laughs> sing on the Tefiro's <laughs> track, you know. I'm not saying that you should uh, bombard him with emails, but uh, you know he he mentioned it here. <laughs> Go for so, it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just I'm just I'm just interested because I, I like hearing a lot of tracks with uh, with vocals on it too. Um, anything else? Uh, I guess you want to talk about anything that you're interested in, uh, in terms of I guess music, the music world, or anything. I guess engineering, just anything, man. Um. No, I can't really think of anything on the spot here. Sorry. <laughs> That's cool. You're good. I think uh, I think we're going to leave it at that, though. Uh, I would love to do another podcast with you at some point because, oh, my God. Uh, when's your birthday? May 18th. 2000. May 18th? Okay, cool. You're a day after me. You just turned 18. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. You just turned legal. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, so... <laughs> I'm looking forward to a lot more that you make. Uh, I started around 14, too, when I was producing, but um, I was on GarageBand. Uh, I didn't... Uh, all of that de-guest stuff, I don't know if you've heard any of... Uh, you've, you've probably heard some of my work, like, three to four years yeah, ago. Yeah, I've heard a lot of it. All of that was just done GarageBand, and, man, like... So, I, I kind of envy where you are now. Uh, at 18, because I was not nearly as good, and I was still on GarageBand at the time. Um, but yeah, so aside from that, my point was I'd love to do another podcast. I'd love to hear, um, I guess, more of your journey, uh, documenting more of that. Um, and it's cool to just get some insight as to how you make your music. So thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, thanks really for having appreciate me. that. All right, cool. Well, I'll talk to you later, man. You too. Thanks. All right. See ya. Peace. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. It would mean a whole lot if you decided to leave a comment telling me what you thought. And if you want to hear anybody else on this podcast, uh, let me know too and I'll see if I can get in touch with them. Also share this with anybody who you think would find this interesting. Again, thank you so much for coming by. It means a lot and we'll talk to you in the next one.